Hey Beauty Boss, welcome to Beauty Boss Goals, where we tackle one goal every episode to make our beauty business flourish. Hey Beauty Boss, welcome back to Beauty Boss Goals. I'm your host, Steph Thorne, and you're listening to Episode 5, How to Start Planning for Next Year's Sales Conventions. Yep, that's right, it's the fall season, which means most sales conventions have ended since most of them are in the summer. So we want to sit down and get ready for next year. It's never too early, and if you didn't get a chance to attend your sales convention this year, this is the perfect opportunity to get a head start for next year's sales convention season, right? So we want to attend our sales conventions because it's an investment in our business. We know all the reasons why we should be attending, but it has to make sense. I'll be honest, I wasn't able to go to my sales convention this year because it just didn't make logical sense. I had taken a break from my business to focus more on my blog. And so I was going to conferences and conventions that were specific to blogging, writing, and advancing that aspect of my business. So since I was doing that, I didn't take the time or the opportunity this year to attend. But I'm getting ready for 2019. We are going to convention. So what does that mean? That means right now we have six to nine months to get ready for next summer's convention season. I don't need to tell you why you need to go. You probably already know why you're going. You're trying to broaden your knowledge. You want product information. You want more information about the beauty industry. You want that self-development. You want to connect with your team. There's so many amazing reasons why attending your national convention is a perfect opportunity to advance your business. I don't need to tell you all the reasons. You already know. But what do we need to do to make it a smart move to attend, right? Because it doesn't make sense to wait until two weeks before the convention, your prices are probably higher, admission price is higher, Uh, you're not gonna find a flight (laughs) for a reasonable amount of money. All those things happen when you procrastinate and they make it difficult to justify attending. But if we start now, if we give ourselves six to nine months to prepare and then we budget and a plan, we don't have any excuse. So I'm going to give you a breakdown because number one is set your budget. I'm going to give you a breakdown of what I plan to do to for the next six months to get ready for my sales convention. So I've set a budget. My budget is kind of high. I like to always overestimate. And then when I come in under budget, I feel proud of myself. So my total budget is $1,500, $1,550, right? And so here are my categories. Number one is the actual conference ticket. 
That I'm saying right now is $350. I know that that's not the case because there is an early bird price that is considerably less than that. But if I say what the end price is, then I feel really good when I do the early bird price, right? Because I feel like I've saved $150. So conference ticket is number one. You want to get that as soon as they go on sale. Like I said, most conventions have an early bird they have tiers of when and how much the admission will be because the company needs to know pretty early on in their planning how many people are going to attend. So they're trying to incentivize you to get that early bird price in order to make sure they have an accurate count of how many consultants are planning to attend. So get on that early bird first. So that's the first thing on my budget. Then there's transportation, lodging, food, entertainment, swag, and emergencies. So in transportation, I'm including airfare, if I'm renting a car, gas, if I'm renting a car or driving, ride share, Parking, all of those things fall under transportation. And that's why it actually ends up being the highest budget item for me. Because a lot of times we say, oh, okay, the airfare and that's it. But we don't think about all those other pieces that if we do do airfare, how are we going to get around once we get into the city? If we decide to drive, how are we going to park our car? Because parking at most major cities around most convention centers is not free. There's not a lot of street parking. So you're going to pay to park in a garage. All of those little things are what's going to eat away at your transportation budget, not just that big airfare or gas bill. So lodging, same kind of thing. Are you going to try a hotel? Are you going to split an Airbnb with other people? Are you going to split a hotel room with other people? I really think in this particular instance, that having roommates is helpful. Normally, I'm a person who travels and likes to have her own space. I, I like to be in my own room, have my own privacy. But for something like this, one, because it's usually over the course of a weekend, so it's only two to three days. We're not talking about staying with people for three weeks, right? Two to three days is enough time that you won't feel overwhelmed by staying with someone else. But because conventions center around community, collaboration, meeting, and networking, I think it really is helpful to have a roommate because you will also be able to interact with them, connect with them. You'll have an instant conference buddy that will always be there for you. And it really makes for a, a wonderful collaborative experience. So we'll talk about roommates a little bit later, but I in this particular instance, I do think it's fun to have at least one roommate. If you're doing Airbnb and you find a huge house and you end up with 10 roommates, that's even more fun. Uh, so lodging, that's number two. Food is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, that budget item for me is kind of high because I know that food around convention centers tends to be expensive. Hotel food is expensive. So budgeting for that expensive food and then if you find a street vendor or a hot dog stand or a food truck 
and it saves you some money. That's just an added bonus. Entertainment. So what is entertainment? Entertainment for me is nightlife, uh, team activities. If you decide to go out and go dancing and there's a cover price, those are the types of things I put into entertainment. You can also call it other if you like. But those things that aren't part of the actual conference, but that you want to do as far as social activities, all that falls under entertainment. And then swag shopping. We all know that every convention has a pop-up shop, a swag shop, a place where they're going to show new products and you can buy them before they go on sale to the general public. You'll get your swag items, your company apparel, your company accessories with the logos on it, and you can't pass by the pop-up shop and not get something, right? You'd have to really be have so much stuff already that it doesn't entice you. But for most of us, we want to come home with some souvenir, some item that says we attended the convention, or there's some new product that we want to display to our customers, and we want to be able to have our hands on it before the general public so we can display it and get that excitement going for the new product. That's why there's a line for those kinds of things. And I call it swag shopping. In that, I'm also going to tell you, leave room in your suitcase. We'll talk about more practical things when we get closer to our convention. But right now, those are the kinds of big things we need to think about six to nine months out. And then finally, my Murphy's Law line in the budget, emergencies. Inevitably, something comes up. And if you don't have that little bit of padding, one thing I know is to be in another place concerned about money, concerned about how you're going to pay for something because you don't have the extra money. It's really frustrating. It's really scary. I know one time I attended a conference and I'll be honest, I was kind of going without a plan. I just went and I did have a roommate, but we were both kind of strapped for cash and we ended up at a hotel that we didn't realize was so far away from everything else. So what it meant was we couldn't go back to our hotel between events, right? It was nowhere near the convention center, way on the other side of town. So that that was bad planning on my part for choosing that hotel because we chose it based on price, not thinking about the fact that we would have to Uber or rideshare, taxi back and forth to the convention locations. And that money that I had had for emergencies, it really saved my life because I was really scared for a moment about how I was going to be able to afford to keep going back and forth. I was like, I'm not going to be able to go to the last day of activities because what if I just don't have any more money? I'm stranded at the convention center and can't get back to my hotel. Having that emergency fund in the budget made all the difference. I I had to dip into it, which was unfortunate, but I had it. So it made made me feel better. So 
with all of that broken down, it all comes in my budget comes to fifteen fifty. My strategy is this: I'm saying I'm going to do this in six months. Fifteen fifty. The ticket by itself is three hundred fifty of that fifteen fifty. Month one, buy your ticket. Buy your ticket with your month one money. And then you're going to take the rest of that and divide it evenly for the next five months. So we're saying $15.50. The ticket is $350. So we're down to $1,200. $1,200 over the next five months. That should be easy. You set that aside. And what you do is... You build that into your monthly sales goals. So if you have a goal to have a commission of $500 in your pocket, you say, okay, well, now it needs to be $750 because I need to set $250 aside for convention. Does that make sense? I hope so. So that's really all about the budget. That to me is the biggest piece because if you set your budget early on, you won't have to worry so much because that seems to be the biggest reason why people say they won't attend their sales conference because they just can't afford it. Like I said, it's an investment in your business. It's all a tax write-off. If you can't afford to invest in yourself, then who else is going to take the time or the money to invest in you? If we're all doing this to be entrepreneurs, to be independent, to be our own bosses, we have to have the foresight to invest in ourselves, plan for our own growth and knowledge in order to be better business women, right? So that's our goal. We're trying to invest in ourselves to be better at what we're doing. The budget that you set now for your sales convention is going to help you do that. So that's why it's the biggest thing. It's also why that's our freebie for this week. Our free download is a copy, both of my budget, so you can see how I broke everything down, and also a blank budget worksheet, so you can fill in your own numbers. Fill in how much you're willing to spend in each of these categories and put it down on paper. What it's going to do is show you a plan of what you need to do in order to attend your conference. So to download your version of the budget, you get mine as an example and then your own blank one to fill in with all of your uh, budget needs is at beautybossgoals.com slash planning convention. That's beautybossgoals.com slash planning convention. Go there, download your worksheet, write your budget plan out so you can feel confident that this is not a heavy load when you break it down month by month. So that was my number one, my biggest tip, my biggest way to get you planning for next year's sales conventions. My next one is we're going to go back to the roommate. I really do think connecting with your roommate early will help you in more than one way. First, you'll know 
off the bat that you'll be splitting the lodging costs with someone. So that will be part of your relief, right? You, that uh, budget item gets to be cut in half because now you're splitting those expenses with someone else. Find a roommate early, agree on a location, a hotel, book it early, and adjust your budget to pay for half of the lodging costs. Now, the next thing you're going to do with that roommate, if it's somebody you already know and already are comfortable with, this is great. If not, you're still going to do this. It just might take you out of your comfort zone a little bit. Ask that roommate if they're willing to become your business accountability partner. So what does that mean? That means that this person will be the one you go to, and it may not be someone on your team. It may not be someone even in your part of the organization. They might be on a whole other team from you, but they can be your sounding board, your coach. They will keep you on track, and you would do the same for them. So when you start slacking, when you start sliding off, your accountability partner will be there because your accountability partner now has a vested interest in you, right? You can't slack off in the next six months because we need to go to our sales convention, right? We're in this together, literally, because we'll be staying together in six to nine months. So I'm going to push you when you need to be pushed. I'll be your sounding board when you need to throw ideas. And you'll do the same for me. You'll push me when I need to be pushed. That person has a vested interest in you and you and them. And it will only make your business better. So that's number two. Number three, we're going to ask someone who's been to a conference before. If this is your first time, asking somebody who has been before is a great resource. Don't feel... Uh, discouraged or worried or concerned that you won't be able to speak to someone about this. Find a teammate who went last year or the year before and pick their brain. They would, I guarantee you, they will be happy to talk to you about their sales convention experience and you can glean some information and kind of get an idea of what you need to do to prep not only your business, but also do your own personal preparations so that in six to nine months when we're getting on that plane or getting in that car and heading to our sales conventions, that we are ready to go and we have everything we need. We're armed with all of the knowledge that we need to take everything out of that convention. And finally, my idea for you is to tell your network and your team that you're attending your convention. This is going to do two things. One, it's going to give you some extra accountability. You already have accountability with your roommate slash accountability partner. But now you've also let your network know that you are doing something to better yourself and your business. That gives you and your business so much legitimacy. Like It gives you a, a foundation for saying, look, I'm not just doing this 
all willy-nilly. I'm not just doing this for a couple days and then forgetting about it. I'm invested in this process. I'm invested in my business. I'm investing in myself to better my business. Do you know how people, how many people will take you so seriously when they hear you do that? They will be so excited for you and so impressed with your professionalism. So go ahead, share with your network. Also share with your team. They want to cheer you on, right? Because a lot of them will be attending too. So get excited. Start a countdown in your team groups. If you have a group on Facebook or wherever you connect with your direct sales team, share with them updates. You know, what's going on in your life? Share this podcast so that they could get started on their budget and their long range plan toward their sales convention. Get some excitement going and give updates along the way so that you stay motivated in three months when you forget that we have a conference coming up, right? Stay motivated, stay excited about it, and remember why you're going. Use your budget, post it somewhere, and on the top of your budget, you're going to write why you're attending this conference and what you hope to get out of it. Put that somewhere you can see it. Look at it, get excited about it as you make Uh, As you go through your budget and make your plans, check things off on it. This is going to be your living document to get you through the next six to nine months so that you're excited, but also prepared to do what you need to do so that your sales conference is nothing but a positive experience. So those are my tips to help you get started planning let me know. Send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Beauty Boss Goals or tweet me, also Beauty Boss Goals on Twitter. And let me know what sales conference, what company you're with, what sales conference you're preparing for. And if you want to send me a shot of your budget, I'd love to see different budgets. I'd love to see how you've moved the budget to work for what you want to do. So at any of those, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Beauty Boss Goals, or you can go to beautybossgoals.com slash planning convention and put something in the comments. I'd love to hear from you and you might just be featured on next week's episode. All right, beauty bosses, until next time, take care.